Laetare, the fourth Sunday in Lent, March 14th, 2021. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are new every morning. And though we deserve only punishment, you receive us as your children and provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness, give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Laetare is from the book of the Exodus, the 16th chapter. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness, and the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. And it shall be on the sixth day that they shall prepare what they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Then Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel, At evening you shall know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your complaints against the Lord. But what are we that you complain against us? Also Moses said, This shall be seen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and in the morning bread to the full. For the Lord hears your complaints which you make against him. And what are we? Your complaints are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses spoke to Aaron, Say to all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your complaints. Now it came to pass, as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that quail came up at evening and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay all around the camp. And when the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as frost on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? for they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, 
This is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let every man gather it according to each one's need, one omer for each person, according to the number of persons. Let every man take for those who are in his tent. Then the children of Israel did so and gathered, some more, some less. So when they measured it by omers, he who gathered much had nothing left over, and he who gathered little had no lack. Every man had gathered according to each one's need. And Moses said, Let no one leave any of it till morning. Notwithstanding, they did not heed Moses, but some of them left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and stank, and Moses was angry with them. So they gathered it every morning, every man according to his need. And when the sun became hot, it melted. This is the word of the Lord. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. The epistle is from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, the fourth chapter. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born according to the flesh, and he of the free woman through promise, which things are symbolic. For these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which gives birth to bondage, which is Hagar, for this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren, you who do not bear. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate has many more children than she who has a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh then persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what does the Scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the sixth chapter. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, 
for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, in number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, This is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. This is the gospel of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Jesus, priceless treasure, fount of purest pleasure, truest friend to me. Ah, how long in anguish shall my spirit languish, yearning long 
for thee. Thou art mine, O Lamb divine, I will suffer not to hide thee, not I ask beside thee. In thine arms I rest me, foes who would molest me cannot reach me here. Though the earth be shaking, every heart be quaking, Jesus calms my fear. Lightnings flash and thunders crash, yet though sin and hell assail me, Jesus will not fail me. Satan, I defy thee, death I now decry thee, fear I bid thee cease. World, thou shalt not harm me, nor thy threats alarm me, while I sing of peace. God's great power guards every hour, earth and all its depths adore him, silent bow before him. Hence, all earthly treasure, Jesus is my pleasure, Jesus is my choice. Hence, all empty glory, not to me thy story, told with tempting voice. Pain or loss or shame or cross shall not from my Saviour move me, since he deigns to love me. Evil world, I leave thee, Thou canst not deceive me, thine appeal is vain. Sin that once did blind me, get thee far behind me, come not forth again. Past thy hour, O pride and power, sinful life, thy bonds I sever. Leave thee now forever. Hence all fear and sadness for the Lord of glass. 
gladness, Jesus enters in. Those who love the Father, though the storms may gather, still have peace within. Yea, whate'er I here must bear, Thou art still my purest pleasure, Jesus' priceless treasure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread, that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among so many? This is the word of the Lord. Manna from heaven is no better for the Lord's people than bread manufactured from the stones of the hot desert. Whether the bread comes from the heavens or whether it comes from stones, those who eat it will only be filled for a little while before they hunger once more. When they hunger, two hundred denarii will not provide a long-lasting satisfaction. No amount of money and no amount of bread in all the world will provide infinite satisfaction or eternal sustenance to life. Those who eat on earth still hunger. Those who are nourished in the body still die. What earth can offer, what man can offer, is only temporary. It is a band-aid to the amputee, a painkiller to the cancer-ridden. Bread is the food of sinners. The Lord says in the garden, In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. By the sweat of his brow man toils in the field to grow wheat. By the work of his hands he combats the earth, the thorns, the thistles, and the pest of insect and beast alike to grow that which will sustain him. By his work, he separates wheat from chaff. From the wheat he makes his bread, sinful bread for sinful flesh, that will provide temporary sustenance until, at last, that flesh is placed back into the same ground that birthed it and its food alike. It is for this reason that the Lord says, 
Man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. When Jesus quotes this word to Satan in the wilderness, the true meaning of it is this. Yes, I could certainly turn these stones into bread, and I could certainly eat that bread and satisfy my hunger, but I am still flesh. This bread will only give me what is temporary. The Lord desires for man what is eternal. That which proceeds from the mouth of the Lord is eternal. That which proceeds from the mouth of the Lord is what the Lord desires would sustain man. For what is eternal will never perish. What is eternal will fill man with eternity instead of the feeble temporal offering of that sinner's food, bread. It is the word of God itself that is this eternal food that God wishes man would eat. It is by this eternal word proceeding from the mouth of the Father that God wishes to sustain man unto life everlasting. See the word in the feeding of the 5,000. As countless church fathers attest, the numbers of the bread are not recorded by chance. There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Five loaves of barley bread points to the testament of the Torah, the law, the five books of Moses that proclaim the promises of God. Two fish also points to the preaching of the prophets from Elijah to John and to the nature of the word as double-edged, a sword that is sharpened with the sides of both law and gospel. In short, the meal that is offered in five loaves and two fish is a meal that corresponds to the word of God, that man might not live by the sinner's bread alone, but by that very word of grace unto life everlasting. Laetare, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all you who mourn her, that you may be fed and be satisfied with the consolation of her bosom. Laetare is a different sort of rejoicing than the Gaudete of Advent. Indeed, as strange as it may seem, Gaudete as a word is more muted rejoicing than its counterpart in Laetare. You rejoice with more joy during Lent than you do during Advent. You rejoice because you are closer to the journey of the church year, closer to the journey of salvation than you are during Advent. You are closer to Calvary and closer chronologically to the death of Christ. After all, you are following him into death during this season. His face has been set toward Jerusalem. Every week he is closer to the triumphal entry, the betrayal, the scourging, the crucifixion, the death. 
more so, at least liturgically speaking. You rejoice on this day because Laetare is a day of refreshment, the brief pause at an oasis like Meribah during your stark 40-day fast in the harsh heat of the wilderness. You rejoice then because the Lord feeds you with the 5,000. However, this feeding has little to do with the filling of bellies and much to do with the proclamation of God's will for man. Man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Five loaves and two fish. The Law and the Prophets, the Old Testament Scriptures, the Word of God in symbol. Yet there must be substance to subsist on the Word. It cannot be mere symbol alone. For likewise shall man not live on spiritual food alone. He must be filled. You must be filled. Therefore, your refreshment also comes by the person of the word, not that which is preached only, but him who is delivered in flesh and blood to you. Man cannot live alone by the sinner's bread, so Christ himself, the eternal word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father, is sent as the true bread from heaven. Following the miraculous feeding, he explains it. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Man cannot live by the sinner's bread alone, but the word of God incarnate becomes himself the sinner's food this miraculous bread. He is true food and drink indeed for sinners, not bread alone, but the word, and not word alone, but the bread. And not word and bread alone, but body and blood. He feeds in body and in soul unto life everlasting. And you, you are the ones who receive. It is with Christ at his table before his altar that you with Jerusalem are fed and satisfied with the consolation of the world. No amount of denarii is ever sufficient to purchase such a meal. It can only be provided by the Lord, and he provides with plenty that you may eat and be filled and be satisfied by the flesh of the word who proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, and they died. Your forefathers ate the bread of their toil, and they likewise died. You have the true bread come down from heaven that will sustain you body and soul unto life everlasting. You are children of the promise, as St. Paul so writes. And the Lord will never give stones in the place of bread to his dear children who ask. He will never permit that you should receive death when you ask for life. 
Therefore rejoice, you and the whole council of Jerusalem. The laws of your fathers are fulfilled. You are so fed that baskets upon baskets cannot contain that which still remains after you have eat and drunk your fill. On Christ the true bread let us feed. He is our meat and drink indeed. Come, you who hunger, for here you do not live by bread alone, but the true bread that is the very word of grace proceeding from the lips of a loving God and Father. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in our Lord Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. For the Lord's holy Church on earth, for faithfulness in proclamation, for steadfastness in teaching and confession even unto death, for lives lived in humble repentance and faith, for the centrality of the holy sacraments, and for the preservation of all Christians, let us pray to the Lord for new and clean hearts, for defense and endurance to the church militant, for the guardianship of angels, and for the true penitence amidst the great Lenten fast. Let us pray to the Lord for health and prosperity to all in authority over this nation, especially Joseph, our president, Michael, our governor, the Congress of the United States, and all other judges and magistrates, for wisdom, uprightness, and integrity, for the love of truth and justice, for peace, and for the right fear of God, let us pray to the Lord. For all that is good, noble, and beautiful, for the innocent and the just, for the meek and the humble, for the preservation of life, and for the love of all, let us pray to the Lord. For the protection of Christ against all adversities, for strength to combat temptation, for a vigorous rebellion against the spirit of the age, for a boldness to love as Christ, enduring all, even death, for joy in suffering, for thanksgiving in misfortune, and for calm in anxiety, let us pray to the Lord. For all enemies and adversaries, for all slanderous and libelous men, for the working of the Spirit to turn hearts and break wills, and for quiet and peaceable lives of godliness, let us pray to the Lord. For the needy, the troubled, and the overwhelmed, for the anxious and the depressed, for mercy to those who suffer, relief to those in turmoil, and comfort to those who mourn. Let us pray to the Lord. For the touch of the great physician to preserve and to heal, for all in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity of body or soul, especially Cindy, Gordon, Sandra, Shelley, Ramona, Creed, Ed, Russell, Gloria, Cade, Marion, Christina, Trula, Daryl, and in thanksgiving for new life and preservation, 
Let us pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, you are truly the Son of the living God. Have mercy upon us, we pray, that guided and defended by your mighty arm, we may be delivered from all demons, idols, perversions, and wickedness. Though we have deserved the wrath of the Father, we pray you to take away our sins and to look upon them no longer. Preserve us from all error, from all strife, from all sin, and from sudden and evil death. Grant unto us true faith, that in our wilderness of sin we may find aid and succor in you, the only word made flesh that proceeds from the mouth of the Father, the true bread of life that comes down from heaven. May we, in humility and love, find at your cross the mercy seat of God's altar, and in your flesh and blood, the source of all our life and living, even as you now reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> 